Hello and welcome to the Hype Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Safa Alchami, and stick around while I discuss mindset hacks and self-development advice that will assist you in unlocking your true potential. Man, the next subject that I'm about to speak about is super, super exciting, and you guys are going to love what I speak about next. Following on from my two or three viral videos on red flags in relationships, men and women, I'm actually going to add to that, telling you guys the non-negotiable red flags and the flags that you should not ignore, ones that are silent that you should pay attention to, and ones that are present within yourself that need intervention. Now, understanding red flags will differ from relationship to relationship and friendship to friendship. Now, what are red flags? Red flags are often used in conversations around toxic and abusive relationships. Red flags can be present in a bunch of different relationships, friendships, and anything where two people are basically friends. The red flags will range from person to person, and they will also depend on what time during the relationship it is. So there would be red flags before meeting, just as you guys are understanding each other and so on and so forth. So red flags usually will elaborate and mature with the relationship. So these red flags are ones you need to pay attention to. Now, it is an important reminder that everything can be fixed as long as you guys both want to fix it. But there are some non-negotiables to help you understand what is a very dangerous relationship. Please do bear in mind that some relationships do go sour and not everyone is for you. You are not for everyone and everyone is not all for you. Okay, so these are the red flags that you do not want to ignore. Are we ready? Let's go. We want to open our eyes and watch for these red flags. And these red flags can be actually really serious and dangerous. And these are the ones that you want to protect yourself against. So I'm here to help you guys understand what and how you can stop domestic violence and really protect yourself. And the way we protect ourselves is by initially learning and bringing awareness to the issue. Now, we know that Safa speaks about these whole heap of taboo subjects, but we want to make sure that these taboo subjects are actually being taught well. So we can teach them, but need to be taught well. So my job is to help you identify the red flags in the relationship so you can protect yourself. Okay, first one is angry outbursts. This is when a person cannot regulate their own behavior. They don't know how to regulate their own behavior, so they're very quick and very hot-headed. And this is something I like to call a adult tantrum. And the adult tantrum, because they don't know how to regulate their own behavior, I mean, they've never learned how to do it as a kid, they don't take responsibility for their behavior, or rarely do, often. Now, it's important to remember that small outbursts are quite okay. You are human, You lose your temper sometimes and there's nothing wrong with that. Understanding that I'm talking about the big outbursts where there's violence involved and screaming and insults and yelling and being quite rude and controlling. These are the ones that we have to pay attention to, okay? So if these small outbursts become uncontrollable, then yeah, it is a red flag. But it's a small outburst where we're explaining our emotions and feelings. Remember, not many people taught us how to elaborate and sift through our emotions We need to make sure that we're actually learning how to do that at the moment, okay? So these angry outbursts is when people cannot regulate their own emotion and they refuse to take responsibility for their own actions. 
So usually they will actually blame you for their, their downfall or you for something that you made them do. So they don't know how to take responsibility. They will always play victim when they're really the persecutor. Number two, verbal and physical abuse. And this is when these small insults start, okay? And they turn consistent. And if they turn consistent, you need to go. It's time for you to leave. And even when you guys are arguing, if there is space for hurtful words and you know that these hurtful words are going to be targeted at you, it's time to leave. Duck out before it gets too dangerous. Understanding these first two points are going to save you and protect you in some form, some way. So if anything, you need to teach your children how to identify these as well. Your adolescents, how to identify these as well. Because they can very, very easily fly underneath the radar. And I'll tell you in a minute how. The third one is emotional manipulation. And this is where gaslighting comes into effect. And this is where they control you. They want to control your every single move, what you wear, what you say, how you do it, how do you talk. And they suppress your attention, personality, who you are, what you do. And if they threaten to hurt you or themselves, then it is not taken lightly. Okay. Gaslighting is usually when they don't acknowledge your feelings. So if you say, I'm sad, they'll be like, you have no reason to be sad. Don't be sad. What? Or, Or if you tell them, I'm really upset. You're upset. What do you have to be upset about? That is gaslighting. That is a form of manipulation. And it is a form of emotional manipulation that narcissists use, which will bring us to the fourth one. Narcissism. Narcissism is where they neglect your emotional needs and put their needs above yours. I'm pretty sure you guys can find research on the internet what a narcissist does or says or has. I've done plenty of videos about it in the past. But remembering when narcissism is actually a psychological issue. A narcissist is incapable of emotional regulation. A narcissist will always make you feel the victim even when they're not the victim. You can actually have narcissistic traits without being a narcissist. Remember the difference. There is narcissistic traits, which are quite common actually, and narcissism. Your job is to figure out which one can you identify, which one you're actually willing to look after. Don't ever look after the narcissist. That's the first little cookie. Don't ever look after a narcissist. They are incapable of change. Please make sure that you protect yourself against this. The fifth one is they try to isolate you and keep you away from others. If they are always making excuses why you shouldn't hang out with this person and that person, especially your best friends, and often people will actually tell you around you that this person is not a good person, but because you think that there's sunshine and rainbows coming out of these, these guys' butts, you won't see it. And it goes back to what my coach says. A tiger can't hurt you if you see him as a tiger. A tiger hurts you if you see him as a big pussycat. My question to you is, are you seeing this person as a pussycat or a big tiger? And if you do see him as a big tiger, run. There's no point in trying to pat Fluffy if Fluffy does not want to be pat. Which goes into the next heading. How to identify red flags in new relationships. These new relationships are uh, often when you're just about to be dating, you're in the talking phase, you're figuring out what chemistry you have, what you guys have in common, your values, your assumptions, and kind of getting ready for marriage. Now, when I say this, I know that a big majority of my listeners are Muslims. And Muslims don't actually date. We don't date, okay? Because our religion forbids us from, you know, sex before marriage and intimacy before marriage. So even though 
Muslims don't date, there is an actual talking phase. And that is very much halal. So remembering during this talking phase, you can actually identify the red flags in these people as well. Making sure that we're identifying the tiger and not the pussycat. We're identifying the red flags with what they really are instead of ignoring the red flags. First one is love bombing. If they bombard you with gifts, if they are really, really needy, they're clingy, they're stalkerish, they're, you describe them as a little bit too much, it is love bombing. And guess what love bombing is? It is the first stage in a trauma bond. Yeah. And that's basically when they use everything against you and that's basically their point of resource. And that's why it's first. Understanding that love bombing is the first stage in a trauma bond. Second thing is they don't respect your boundaries, whether it be emotional boundaries and physical boundaries. And they push you into being uncomfortable with something that you just aren't seeing value in or see it as right okay boundaries are quite important and you need to put them up for yourself as well as for other people so we want to respect our own boundaries also making sure that no one disrespects our own number three is the yo-yo relationship it could be really really good and then not you could really have a great day the next day they ghost you that is a yo-yo relationship where they unexpectedly turn on you and they might also ghost you That is a yo-yo relationship. And these people, you don't know what to expect from them. So beware of the yo-yo relationship. Run. Remembering that you can definitely identify these red flags in new relationships and current relationships. And a lot of these can actually be used in a friendship as well. I have clients come to me and say to me, it's really difficult to make friendships as an adult. And you know what? It is definitely right. But the reason why you struggle to find a way to have a new friendship as an adult is because we're always changing and adapting as adults and we have likes and dislikes and we have roles and we have children, we have time, we have a limited time. Sorry, the best kind of friendships are the ones that you can leave for six months and pick up exactly where you left off. So a friendship as an adult doesn't hold the same value as if like a friendship as a child. A friendship as a child has so much time, effort, you see them at school, you have like similar interests, And a lot of children have similar interests. But as an adult, there's so much new ways and you have adaptive thinking. So that's why it's so hard to make friendships as an adult compared to when you were a child. So these red flags can also be used as a new friendship. I know if I want to go meet someone brand new and in the first sitting as a friendship, they start speaking about someone, they will never see me again. Why? Why is that? Because I do not value speaking about other people. I want to grow. I want to adapt. I want to help my friendships, you know, just fit into my my values. And I don't value speaking about people. So I'm like, I've already switched off at that stage. They'll be like, "Mm mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually it would be over like some dinner or like a dessert or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would have switched off. I cannot even like begin to imagine. I can't tell you how much times I've gone to meet a brand new friend who's been speaking on social media, go meet up with her and she starts speaking about someone. I'm like, I'm not interested. By all means, I'm really not interested. How do I tell this person I'm not interested? You'll never see me again. I don't know why that song came into my head, but you get it. Next heading is really interesting actually. And I spoke about this on one of my TikTok videos. These are silent red flags. Don't get much recognition, but can actually be changed with intervention. It's very much different to the non-negotiable red flags different to the relationship red flags and the new ones but these silent red flags are ones that you need to pay attention to 
and they can be changed with intervention. First one is backhanded comments. Yeah, the comments that are really meant to undermine your confidence, such as, you're really smart, but I didn't expect that from you. Oh, that dress looks so good on you, even though you've really gained weight. Or she says something like, oh my God, I'm so happy of your progress, but I've progressed more. These are backhanded comments and they're meant to undermine your confidence. So they'll kind of fluff you up and then tear you down. Second one is the way they treat others, the way they treat their sisters, the way they treat their mother, their father. Or what about the way they treat the waitress? or the person at the coffee shop that has a lower pay grade than them? Do they act superior to this person? Do they act inferior to this person? Or do they see this person as a balance? And do they treat them with respect? This is really important. People will say, well, I never understood why he was so, you know, egotistical, why, he, you know, I thought he was, the, his, shat don't, his shit don't, it doesn't stink. Well, how did he treat the waitress? How did he treat his sisters, his mother, his father. Go back and even ask his mother, does he help you with the housework? Men, go and ask, does she clean your car with you? Does she spend time with you? Does she have that time? Does she cook? Does she clean? Does he cook? Does he clean? These are just adult strategies, right? This is what you need as an adult. You need self-help. And you get that by asking about them to other people, okay? Remembering, new relationships are like a job interview. They want to look good. They want to feel good. And they will sell you on themselves so well too. But after a while, they can't keep that up. That's why you ask other people about them. And when you ask other people about them, they will actually tell you the real them. And I'm not talking about their friends. I'm actually talking about people who know people who know people of them. Outside of the circle of influence, ask these people, do they really value that? And pay attention to what other people say about them. The third one is you can't see a future with them and you don't share the same value. These are silent red flags. Yes, okay, fair enough. If you don't see a future with them, then it's fine. Off you go, go move on. But the backhanded comments and the way they treat others, they can be changed with a little bit of intervention as long as they want to. Now, it's not all, you know, just diminishing and negativity. I am going to give you guys some green flags as well. Understand that green flags, these green flags are just a matter of if they are willing to change. And if they are willing to change, then there is a way for these red flags to be turned into a green flag, but not the non-negotiables. Go back to the non-negotiables of abuse. They can't change. They don't want to change. They will not change. So don't change someone that's not changeable. Green flags is you're okay around them and you feel comfortable being yourself and you see and have similar interests and ideas and values. That's a green flag. Do you feel valued and appreciated when you're around them? Do you have chemistry? Do you have intellectual intimacy? I'm talking about does this person just spark and tick all your boxes within your mind of what you want to attain and what you want to achieve? I mean, now there's nothing wrong with it. But as a woman, if you want to travel and this man wants to keep you at home, very different values. And they need to be able to be supporting one another. Is he willing to support you and are you willing to support him? This is very important because a lot of people get into this relationship and they don't even speak about the same values and goals. Understanding that your goals vary and change, yes. But is this person open-minded enough where they hold the cultural value of, no, a woman's supposed to stay at home and, you know, she has to cook and clean and provide for the kids? Fair, but are you allowed to work? Are you allowed to pursue your dreams and interests and passions? Are you guys going to grow a business together? Do you want to travel together? These are the values that should be spoken about before the relationship. It's very important to come back and trek back and, you know, circle back and figure out whether or not these values are still the same. 
Because remember what I said to you at first, when you get into a new relationship, it's like a brand new interview. Like you're at a job interview, man. They want to see the best. They want to be the best. They want to do the best. They want to impress you. But after a while, it wears off. You'll see their true colors. Give it a span of three months. You will see their true colors. Always. Remember that. Red flags in you. Yes. I know. I gave you a bonus one. Isn't that awesome? Now, the red flags in you is something that you can change. Now, if you listen to me all time, branching on, everything outside of you is outside of your control and outside of your locus of control. Everything within you is very much controllable. Now, you just need to figure out someone that's going to help you attain this beauty of the mind that you so desperately need and are worthy of. So the red flags in you, there is five, and I need to make sure that you guys are paying attention. So please stop everything that you're doing and listen in or pause me as needed. First one is putting yourself down. You think or feel that you are not good enough and no matter what you do, you're just not going to be good enough and you're trying to fill up a cup where you're trying to fill up in everyone else's cup and you still feel not good enough. This is a inferior belief in yourself and doesn't serve you any good. So if you believe that you are not good enough, please slap yourself in the face because you are. And I can tell you how many places that you are. Tell me how many things that you have achieved. Tell me how many people that you've helped. Tell me how many people that love you. And tell me, are you being authentic to yourself if you are thinking to yourself that you're not good enough? No, you are good enough, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. Okay, second one. Self-worth is dependent on others' expectations, instant gratification. Let me tell you one thing. If your self-value is designed and depicted and shown and depends on other people's approval, you're setting yourself up for disaster. It brings back to my personal favorite quote everyone has an asshole and they all stink yeah everyone's opinions are like assholes everyone has one and they all stink now if they're supporting you great but if they're telling you every single ounce of you that you are not good enough then you need to sell that person for someone that is going to positively benefit you when i say sell like i mean to like trade if your self-worth is dependent on others approval of you you're going to really set yourself up for disaster because when you start doing something out of the norm they're not going to support you so they're not really going to be friends so you know what i say fuck being a people pleaser fuck it because you are never going to make people happy why are you staying happy with other people's approval why is everyone else's approval important not yours yeah i know big slap in the face isn't it everyone else's approval doesn't matter the only self-approval you need is yours Stop being a people pleaser. Please yourself. Be a you pleaser. Yeah. Three is you are avoidant. You do not like any sign of conflict. So you avoid it. So your coping mechanism could be watching Netflix so you don't have to deal with it. Being on your phone. Sleeping. And not actually dealing with what you're going through. And usually you would have some sort of addiction with that. If you are avoidant, that means you don't know how to deal with these issues or feelings that you bring up. And you know what? It's fine. That's fine. And some, sometimes you might have some sort of anxiety that comes with it if you are avoidant. I know. I'm pretty good. Didn't I? Fear of conflict. You're going to have to have some sort of conflict along the way of attaining what you want to attain. Because sometimes conflict is needed because it means communication and figuring it all out. Okay? There's nothing wrong. You're not going to die if someone says no. You're not going to die if someone disagrees with you. Are you? No, there's no point of being having a fear of conflict. Number four is high expectations of yourself and the fear of not being good enough. It kind of ties in with the first one, 
which is putting yourself down. But having high expectations of yourself is you consistently being in a fight, a fight to be good enough. And I don't know who instilled this stupid, stupid idea or belief that you are not good enough, but you are very much good enough. And look at the things that you have achieved. I mean, you've come this far. You're here today, alhamdulillah. So don't fear not being good enough. Fear being better. Because when you fear being better, it's actually going to help you get out of your comfort zone. Okay, you're actually meant to be uncomfortable being outside of your comfort zone. Because your comfort zone will always be your comfort zone. It's where you're safe, it's where you're happy. But be mindful and fear getting out of your comfort zone. Because that means you should do it even, even more. Number five, anyone who deflects in a chaos. So if you have a, what I like to call an OCD of cleaning, it's because you feel in a chaos and you want to make sure everything around you is nice and speak and span and nice and shiny anyone who deflects in a chaos is a red flag isn't it great you want to change the red flags in others but i just identified the red flags in yourself why did i do that because when you identify the red flags in yourself you are able to change that i can't change someone else if i do not change myself you want to change someone else change yourself first yes good once you start changing in yourself, your self-worth will get higher. Your belief in yourself will go higher. And your expectations in yourself will get higher and better and more healthier. And then you will attract people or a person that is alongside the same value system as you. And then you guys can grow together. But not if you do not pay attention to the red flags within you. Because the red flags within you, you can change. The red flags within someone else, you cannot. You can accept the red flags from yourself. So whatever you accept, that's a red flag, fair enough. But you can't change someone that's not want to be changed. So if you're listening to this and you don't want to change, then my podcast is not for you. Because this podcast is made for people who want to change and will change. And I guarantee you, after a year of listening to me, you will start making great habits and you won't even know that you're doing them. We are changing the subconscious here. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this podcast episode helped you in any way, please share it on your socials. You can find me on IG, Safa Alchami, TikTok, The Alchami Life, and you can book to work with me personally through my website, thehypecoach.com. I look forward to working with you. Let's grow.